Welcome to the MG Kitchen Podcast. This is where you're going to learn all about how to cook very simple food, very easily, very quickly, and with relatively simple ingredients. It's not going to be complicated. It's going to be something you're going to really enjoy, particularly in these difficult times when we're all locked down and we're having to find things to do around the house. Today's exciting dish is chicken milanese. Now, you've probably had this in an Italian restaurant. It's basically breaded escalop of chicken which is uh, served with spaghetti and a vegetarian tomato pomodoro sauce. So today's uh, delight is going to be chicken milanese. Now what that means is it's like when you go into the Italian restaurant and you get a breaded piece of uh, chicken escalope, which means chicken which has been flattened out, um, and it's uh, breaded, it's fried in olive oil, so it's kind of crispy on the outside. Sometimes people do it with veal. I'm going to do it with chicken today. And um, it's served usually with spaghetti uh, and a non-meat um, spaghetti sauce. So it's like basically tomato sauce. Uh, you can call it a pomodoro uh, if you like. Um, it's very, very nice and it's very, very tasty. But it's quite complicated because it's probably the most complicated thing I've made because basically it involves doing quite a lot of different things. You're going to need some breadcrumbs, you're going to need an egg, you're going to need a chicken breast, um, and you're going to need a little bit of flour and a little bit of Italian herbs as well, and that's just for the chicken. And obviously you're going to be making a sauce for the um, spaghetti, which is going to be vegetarian, and it's going to be based on tomatoes, onions, garlic, celery, carrots, that kind of thing. So it's very simple, very straightforward, but absolutely, utterly delicious. Now, the first thing you're going to do is pour yourself a glass of wine, which I've already done, uh, and I've got a nice little Chianti here, which is entirely in keeping with the Italian flavour of the meal that I'm about to produce. Now, the one thing you need to do is to flatten out the chicken breast, because you know what chicken breast looks like. It's quite thick. So what you need to do is make it thinner, and the best way to do that is to basically beat it thin. So what you're going to do is hit it with a rolling pin, but there's a trick to it, which is to put it inside some cling film, because the problem, if you don't put it inside the cling film, is that it starts to stick to the uh, rolling pin. So I'm just basically hitting it quite gently. You don't want to hit it too hard. And you don't want to make it so thin that it kind of disintegrates. But what you do want to do is occasionally turn it around because it's going to be spread out. And it probably, one chicken breast can be made into maybe two, possibly three different escalops. You don't have to do it all as but one big one. The other trick about frying the chicken is once you've dipped it in the egg and then dipped it in the breadcrumbs, what you want to do is put it into a very hot pan. You want it to sizzle as soon as it goes in there. Now, obviously, the thinner you make it, the better. It's already starting to make its way into what looks much more like a flat piece of chicken. I'm hoping this is not battering your ears too much. But just be as patient as you can. I'm going to stop now and I'll do the rest of it off the microphone because it's probably driving you insane. So you'll also need an egg. You'll break an egg into an open flat um, plate, like a dinner plate, and then you're going to whisk it up because you're going to drag the escalope through the egg because that helps the breadcrumbs stick to the outside. And then you've got basically breaded, breadcrumbed chicken. Now, I've now finished beating the escalope, it's not beating the escalope, flattening the escalope, um, so it's nice and flat. I've cut it into two pieces, and I've now got an egg, which I'm going to break into an open, flat plate, like a dinner plate. Because what you want to be able to do, you don't want to use a soup bowl or anything like that, because what you want to be able to do is basically dip the chicken into the egg, which is effectively 
scrambled with a fork, right? Because you don't want a yolk or anything, you just want a yellow egg. And what you're gonna do is dip the chicken first into that. So you're gonna need three plates here, right? Because it's quite complex. What you need to do is to, um, uh, is to dip it in the egg, both sides, right? So it's completely covered in the uh, egg. And then right next to that, you put a mixture of breadcrumbs, a little spoon of flour, some salt and pepper and a little bit of um, Italian seasoning so that that all sticks to the outside of the chicken um, and it all works really, really well indeed. And sometimes when you've done this, you then need a third plate to put the breaded chicken on because you don't want to mix up the breadcrumbs with the chicken and the egg and all of that. Do you see what I'm saying? So you need three separate things. So now we're ready. You pick up the chicken with your hands. You gently push it into the egg which has already been mixed up you turn it over and you can see that both sides are nice and covered then you put it over into the breadcrumbs just shove it in you're going to get a bit messy doing this by the way so don't worry if, if parts of it doesn't don't, doesn't pick up the breadcrumbs you just pick the breadcrumbs up and stick them on the um the plate there and then you put that covered in breadcrumbs into a third plate and that's where it's going to sit until you're ready to cook it. Now, normally speaking, sometimes what I would do um, is put it in the fridge. Because sometimes you can bread the, the chicken or the veal quite some time before you actually cook it. But tonight, because I've already made the pasta sauce and that's been in the fridge, because you can make that any time. That's already in a container in the fridge. It's going to cut down on the preparation time. Because obviously, normally, if you were making... A spaghetti sauce from scratch you would basically need to um, you would basically need about an hour or so just to prepare it because you're going to put tomatoes in it some either tin tomatoes or some um, uh, passata you're going to wash your fingers again because you've had obviously chicken raw chicken on your fingers so that's the quick process there that we've just done it hasn't taken very much time and you've got a couple of little tiny bits of chicken which are quite handy for testing the heat in the um, in the frying pan. If I'm getting further away from you, it's because I'm washing my hands. Uh, but that's basically the chicken ready to fry. If you listen carefully, you might be able to hear the spaghetti bubbling away in the background. Uh, I always uh, like to put the spaghetti into boiling water. I suppose you probably know that. I put a little bit of water and salt into a pot and boil it, rather than boiling it in the kettle, because um, I just prefer to do it that way. Um, We've now also got quite a lot of olive oil in the frying pan. I don't need a huge frying pan because I'm not frying loads of stuff. And if you remember, when we were um, breading the chicken, I said there'll be a couple of little bits left over. And those are the good things, the bits that you can test to see if the oil is hot enough to put the chicken in. Because if you put the chicken in and it's not hot enough oil, the chicken will absorb the oil and it will make it much heavier and not so light and tasty and almost battered, right? Breaded almost. So... What you're going to do is you're going to put the smaller pieces in like the tiny little bits of chicken and when you see that there's bubbles forming around it because the oil is hot enough to cook that's when you can put the big pieces in okay so i'm just going to drop a little bit in there and at the moment that's not bubbling so it's clearly not hot enough now what i've also done is i've pre-made the um, tomato sauce the pomodoro sauce for the spaghetti because i'm not going to have a meat sauce with the spaghetti along with chicken so you have the chicken uh, Milanese and you basically have a vegetarian pasta and what I'm going to do is I'm going to boil up the spaghetti I'm going to drain it I'm going to put a little bit of the, um, the the red sauce inside the bottom of the pot and I'm going to toss the spaghetti in it 
and that's how it's going to work. So it'll be already nicely mingled. You put it out on the plate, you put the chicken on the top. Absolutely beautiful, fantastico. Now, if you listen carefully, you can hear that tiny little bit of chicken frying in the pan. Now, what that means is uh, that the bubbles are there. That means that it is now officially hot enough to put the chicken in. And so, you should be able to hear it going in now. And what you basically want to do is cook it uh, quite well on one side before you turn it over. Similar to when we've been making the hamburgers, you don't want to turn it over too soon. And when you've done, it'll be a lovely sort of golden colour. Some people use golden breadcrumbs. I don't particularly like golden breadcrumbs because they're a little bit too yellow for me. So I just use basic, ordinary breadcrumbs uh, that you can buy in any shop for, you know, less than a pound, basically. Uh, the spaghetti's boiling away there. Um, and it's all looking rather good. As I say, I've got the sauce ready. So as soon as the spaghetti's ready, I'm going to drain it into the sink, um, chuck the sauce into the bottom of the pan, warm it up, uh, as you do, and then once it's pretty warm, pretty hot, I'll chuck the, um, the drained spaghetti back in and then just mix it all up. And you can figure out the proportions pretty easily, really. Um, you know, start off with a little less sauce than you think you might want, and then you can always add more in at the end. Uh, but I can hear and see uh, the frying pan bubbling away, and it makes a great noise, and it makes a lovely smell, and this is a lovely dinner. So the spaghetti has been drained, the red sauce has been heated up, the spaghetti has been put back into the pot, so it's all now lovely uh, mixed together very nicely, the pasta and sauce. You can hear the final grill frying of the uh, of the chicken escalope, uh, or the chicken milanaise as we like to call it. And it really is, the great thing about putting the little bits in to see if they can taste, uh, to test the heat of the oil, is you can always eat those uh, before you get to eat the main course. So, one of the things I would suggest you do is when you take the, the, the escalopes out, just put them on a piece of paper towel for, you know, a couple of minutes and just pat them down and keep them, keeps the oil from overcoming the dish, basically. Um, they're not very oily. Uh, it just is, a, I think, a, a, a good precaution to take. And I'm about to do that now because they are pretty much ready to go. And they are beautiful, right? Absolutely beautiful. So this has been another successful day in the MG kitchen. I've got a fantastic meal. I've got a lovely glass of Pedo Grigio to drink. So, cheers. Now, here's what you're gonna need for this dish. You're gonna need some olive oil, one chicken breast, one egg, two tablespoons of flour, six tablespoons of breadcrumbs, depending on how much of it you're using, that might vary, some Italian season or some oregano and some salt and pepper. Now, the pasta sauce, which you're gonna cook separately for that, you're gonna need an onion, two cloves of garlic, one jar of passata, uh, or one tin of tomato, some oregano again, one tablespoon of uh, tomato puree, a carrot, and one stick of celery. Uh, you can put a bay leaf in it if you have one, and then you can need some pasta as well. I would recommend spaghetti. It's quite a complicated dish, this one, uh, because you've only got several things to do, but it's great, and it tastes fantastic. Join me again next time for another episode of MG's Kitchen. Don't forget to like, comment and subscribe. And if you want to show me your creations, tweet me at MG's Kitchen. Bye.